I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. 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 Thank God for making me. You're now tuned into the Midas Touch Podcast. This is your host, Kai King. Today, I'm here to talk to you guys about the Midas Touch. I'm sure most of you have heard of the term Midas Touch and heard of the Greek myth uh, about King Midas, this king. He was granted these powers and whatever he touched turned into gold. And I'm hoping the advice and the tips that I can give you guys throughout this podcast can allow you guys to turn whatever you touch, turn into go, be it your relationships, your business, your investments, whatever it may be. I just want you guys to be able to turn something bad into good and something good into something even greater. So let's get right to it. Basically, there are five things that we need to remember to be able to have that Midas touch. And let's start with our five fingers. So we have our thumb, our index finger, our middle finger, our ring finger, and also our pinky, right? The little finger. And the thumb should represent strength. You see, a lot of people, they fail their businesses or they're not really able to maintain a successful business or become a successful investor or successful friend or husband, whatever the case may be. It's because they don't have that strength in them to stay strong during the uncertain times, or they're just not emotionally mature enough to be able to handle certain things. So definitely being more powerful on the inside, being tough, being solid, as well as being emotionally intact will go a long way and help you create that Midas touch. And then the next thing I want to touch upon is the index finger. Index fingers should stand for focus. Why is that? Because most people procrastinate, right? Deviate. I'm guilty of that myself sometimes too. But the most important thing is really just getting ourselves back on track, being focused. That's one of the most important things I feel like in life. If you think about driving a car, you set a destination on your GPS and what happens? You focus and then you get there in the time that you're supposed to get there. But a lot of times in life, we don't get to where we need to get to because we always deviate and we lack focus. So anyone who is guilty of this, it's okay. If this resonates with you, get your focus back today. And then uh, the middle finger stands for our brand, right? When people look at us or think of us, what do they see in us or the company that we started, the business we started? How do people look at our business or our company? So The brand is all about what we represent either as a company or as a person. So definitely you want to build a great reputation for your name, whether it be your personal name or your company name. And then let's talk about the ring finger. I feel like this is very important. The ring finger should stand for relationships, right? What kind of relationships are we cultivating or we're developing? The friends and business partner or spouse that we choose to be around us will lead us to success or failure because a lot of times we're really smart individuals. 
right? We are good at what we do, but the problem is sometimes we surround ourselves with some bad people and the outcome becomes really bad. So definitely watch who you surround yourself with because you will be like the people you surround yourself with. If you're always around people who are broke, who complain, who aren't ambitious, most likely you'll end up just like them because it's like crabs in a barrel, right? Every time you try to climb out the barrel, the crabs keep grabbing onto your leg. So that's what happens to a lot of people. I've seen a lot of smart people and they're just around the wrong people in the wrong environment. That's why they never make it out. And the last thing is the pinky, right? The little finger. Sometimes the little things matter. And I would like to talk about habits because a lot of people underestimate what something so minor could change in their life. Prime example, I like to wake up early. A lot of people can't wake up early, but they don't think about setting an alarm, uh, scheduling a time with themselves, right? Like, yes, and I just said it, set a time with yourself. If you need something done, it's okay to set an alarm for it or put it in a calendar, write it down so you could book an appointment with yourself, right? A lot of times, Think about before we go to a doctor, a doctor has set an appointment with us because they're prioritizing that event to occur, which is you visiting them. So if you really prioritize something or you really want something to happen, schedule it. And a lot of times things will work out for the better. So those are the five key factors that allows anybody to turn something bad into good and just having that Midas touch touching anything and turning it into gold, right? Having the strength the focus, the brand, the relationships, and then also not being oblivious to the little things will bring us a long way. And I just want to also talk about investments. See, a lot of people think investing is risky. It's not investing that's risky. It's the investor that makes the investment risky, just like how a driver makes driving risky, right? And a lot of times, At first, anything we do is risky because we don't know how to do it, but we learn by doing it and making mistakes, correcting ourselves, and then doing it again. Think about any game that we play. At first, when we play, we're pretty bad at it, right? We always need to learn the controls, uh, play with the toggle sticks, whatever the case may be, but we don't give up because we enjoy it, and we just keep doing it, keep doing it, make mistakes, learn from that and just get better and better with practice and consistency. So it's the same thing with investment, investing or in business. If you're really determined to make it, there's really no stopping you. It's about whether or not you really want to do it or if you really enjoy doing it. I think that's very important. See, a lot of times people say, I can't, I can't do something. I cannot, right? That's the first thing they say when they, when I'm like, Hey, Uh, let's buy this. They'll be like, I can't. I can't afford it right now. I-C-A-N-T. Do you know what I can't and I cannot really means? It just means I don't want to, right? Some people say, I can't quit my job. Why can't you quit your job? All you need to do is just drop the wrench. You don't even need to give people a two weeks notice. You literally just leave, walk out. What are they going to do? Put a gun to your head? At least in America, they wouldn't do that right? Nobody's going to tie you down and say you have to work here and anchor you like a dog to a pole. You know what I'm saying? So you can quit your job. It's just you don't want to because you got to pay bills. 
Uh, you don't see yourself working anywhere else. You don't see any possibilities anywhere else, but you can. And that's why I, I want to talk to you guys and I want to be able to take the limits off your mind. I want your mentality and I want your mindset to be able to think bigger instead of thinking I cannot, right? Because when you say I cannot, that's inner dialogue and, an, and a, a mental way of shutting the door on yourself. But instead of saying I cannot and changing up the dialogue and saying something like, how can I afford it? How can I be able to quit my job comfortably, right? We need to ask ourselves the right questions. And simply just changing the dialogue from I cannot to how goes from you shutting the door on yourself to you trying to come up with the solution. So the outcome will be really different as soon as we change that inner dialogue. So instead of thinking I cannot invest because I think it's risky, think how can I become a good investor or what do I need to know and uh, what kind of material or how much money would I need to be a good investor? You know, we got to ask ourselves the right questions and the right questions will bring us to the right results. During the pandemic, I had lost my job. My wife lost her job too, just like many of you. I was a bookkeeper with an accounting and finance degree. And once I lost my job, I had no income coming in. And instead of being at home and just being depressed or being scared like some of the people that are probably listening to this, I always thought of solutions. How can I make some money from home? How can I survive this pandemic? Right. I was always thinking about how I was always thinking about a solution. I wasn't focused on the obstacles because believe me, any of you who want to find obstacles or find excuses, you can find a thousand, you can find a million, but sometimes all we need is just that one reason to do something and it'll make the biggest difference in the world. So I told my wife, you know, baby, we only have a certain amount of savings left. And if we don't do something, it's just going to keep chipping away because we still paying bills. Uh, we still need to buy food. We still need to pay for X, Y, and Z. So I decided that we're just going to die expanding then die contracting. So I've always been studying stocks, you know, being that I somewhat have a finance background and I'm into investments and all of that. I decided to just take a leap of faith. So I took a big chunk of our savings, and I started uh, day trading it in the stock market. Before the pandemic, I was always buying stocks, but I was buying stocks to hold, not really to trade on a daily or weekly basis. But once the pandemic hit, I wanted to make money fast. So I was getting in and out of positions to make a quick profit so I could pay for bills. And uh, luckily enough, I was able to profit really consistently. And I was just asking myself, how am I able to uh, profit so consistently, being that I literally just started actually day trading, something that I've never really done before. So I started asking myself a lot of questions. And finally, I was able to articulate a questionnaire, a questionnaire of questions that I always ask myself. And it kind of became a checklist, too, of things I would do before I bought into a stock and before I sold a stock and little did I know that I pretty much came up with a formula 
or better yet, like a system for even someone who's never traded before. Because my, my friend started doing the same thing, right? Uh, he never bought or sold a stock um, prior to the pandemic either. And I basically showed him what I was doing. And someone like him who never did it before, he was still able to come out and even make thousands of dollars. And I was able to also help a few beginners make thousands of dollars. So I know that I was on something, and which is why I decided to create the Midas Touch stock pick program. And the whole reason why I started this podcast is to also sync it with the Midas Touch stock pick program. So it could go hand in hand because I know some people, they don't have time or, or, or the luxury to, to read all the time because they might be at work or whatever the case may be. They might be driving. So that's why I created this podcast because I want to be able to help the members uh, along with uh, other people who happen to be tuned into this podcast to get some of this experience or some of my personal experiences that I've had trading in the stock market and how I was able to consistently make profit and how to still consistently make profit to supplement my income and also get my bills paid. And my prior employer, he actually started taking some of my, my investment advice and he's been able to make additional income on the side because he pretty much lost like over 50% of his business. So stock, the stock market's really a good way to make money from home. And all you really need is internet and just a laptop and you're really good to go because honestly, like my mom and dad are always like, oh, you should master a skill. You should be great at something. And it's not that I don't want to master something, but you know, looking at AI and just how many job job markets are constantly being disrupted by technology. I'm just like, do I really want to master anything? Because I'm afraid that when I invest all that time to master something, and then I try to get a job or a career in that field, the field might even be gone because it's happening on a daily basis, right? A lot of jobs that used to be around aren't around anymore because they're being replaced by technology. But what I realized, especially during the pandemic, it made me come to the realization that, wow, like something that I should be mastering or I want to master or I would master has been right in front of my eyes this whole time. And I didn't realize it until this pandemic. I should just be a master at trading stocks because the stock market's always going to be open. It doesn't matter if AI is going to be able to disrupt whatever job field or whatever, the stock market will still be open. So as long as I understand the fundamentals to how to evaluate a business and I understand how to analyze stocks or whatever the case may be and just get good at this, I'm always going to be able to make money no matter what I do. I could always have a job on the side whatever the case I'm doing, I could have other side hustles and still be able to trade stocks and make money off of it because the market's still and will always be open. Because during the pandemic, right, a lot of jobs were closed down. There weren't many businesses that were open, but the stock market was still open. So I was fortunate enough to be able to prepare myself prior to this pandemic, right, having some savings and just educating myself on how to buy and sell stocks 
So I was still able to make some money from home during the pandemic because the market was open. And the way I look at the market is like this, right? See, there's a supermarket where you could buy food. There's an auto market where you could buy cars. To me, a stock market is a market where we buy businesses, different types of businesses. A lot of people, when they look at stocks, they just look at uh, a company symbol and they look at some prices on charts and stuff and they see the numbers moving uh, every single second. But it's deeper than that because when we buy stocks, we're basically buying a piece of a business. But I'm going to talk about that more on my next episode. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode today and stay tuned in for my upcoming episodes. I hope you guys have a great day and definitely start thinking about where you want to be in life and what you're going to do to get there. Until next time, guys. I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. I was only seven when these soldiers went to heaven. As I get older, my story gets told in the end. Remember to mention me as a legend. On top of buildings, that's where I stand now. Shout out to Crack, shout out to Stealth, shout out to Rondu. Legendary.